All right, welcome back. Today we're going to talk about erectile dysfunction. <laughs> God, it sounds like the start of one of those commercials late at night. <laughs> Do you have trouble getting it up? <laughs> yeah. um, no, we won't talk about that. But you know, we can if you want. If you want to send <laughs> yeah. us a message, and you want send us, us an email, maybe we we'll talk about that topic. But um, I I had a topic in mind. It's something that you and I have been doing recently, and I don't think we've spoken about it. And it's surrounding uh, friends. So you go through life and you go through high school, right? Or primary school and then high school. And you usually have a a main group of friends, maybe a best friend. And then you go out of high school. Maybe you go to university. Maybe you go somewhere else. And maybe you start to lose some of those friends. Maybe your friends that you had from high school stay with you for years to come. But let's talk about the situation where maybe you start to lose them. I feel that's very common with people. Uh, My psychologist teacher in high school once said to me, you make your best friends when you're in your mid-twenties. Now, whether he was quoting that or talking smoke out of his ass, (laughs) I I understand what he's saying because, I mean, just because you're friends with someone at the age of 16 or something doesn't mean you're going to be best friends with them. But as of recent, you and I have been even going out um, on occasional Friday or Saturday nights and thinking, why don't we meet new people in this world? I mean, I've got some friends and you've got some friends. We're not friendless, but there's also a lot of people out there that you could talk to, meet. There's so many people. You go to the shops. I always find it funny. There's so many people walking around that you're like, wow, they have a life they're living. And they're on their own little stream. It's like a little river that has multiple streams off elsewhere. And it's like, I could talk to this person right now and become involved in their life, but I'm not. I'm going to stay in my stream right here. And the other night we did uh, approach a couple of dudes that were, they happened to be uni students, but they were just at this uh, bar or something, because that what you'd call it. And they were killer dudes. We had a good laugh and that was great. And it made me just think about, you know, if you have the time, because I mean, everyone really does have the time. Everyone's got the time. Is it worth, you know, saying hello to someone else? I mean, you don't have to be their best friend, but maybe just being friendly to other people and opening yourself up to new relationships, even if you already have existing relationships. I mean, you're the one that was kind of bringing this up to me. Yeah. So, I mean, of recent, yeah, we've been discussing this, how, you know, that, that concept that you have these good friends in your life, but it doesn't stop you from finding new people. I mean, when I've reflected and I, I think of the good friends that I have, now I don't have a thousand friends and I don't want a thousand friends. No. Like I know a thousand people. I know, I know plenty of people because I've worked in different workplaces. I've been in different contexts, different sports, different lives, and I've met lots of people. But the people that I find quality and that I like to surround myself with is a very small number and I, I like to keep that small. Like a handful. Like a handful because life does get busy and you don't always have time for everyone. It, it, it can be difficult to hold many good relationships. So I'd rather a few really good ones than maybe like 20 like weak relations. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to get any deeper with someone about maybe what's happening in their life or their views and goals in life not that that's how you get deep with someone but just even talking to them on a deeper level sometimes it can be hard to do that if there's 20 of them how do you disperse your time to even uh, create those deeper relationships yeah so i mean it might work for some people though of course of course so just going back on what you said uh when i reflect or going back on what i said when i reflect on my friendships i think of uh, one good friend of mine in particular. And I think, man, there's got to be like a few more guys out there like him that maybe, or him, her, but in this case him, that I would get along with and that I could be uh, really good friends and have that same sort of relationship. So I'm not adverse to making new relationships and potentially meeting someone uh, that would be part of my small inner circle of, of really good friends. Yeah, well, I mean, that person, for instance, they they could be a one of a kind. I mean, everyone's unique in their own way, and it's like you're not going to find someone exactly like that person. But you know what? There's there's a person like you, and there's a person like me out there, our individual selves, and there's a person like that, 
and a few of the other friends we have and it's like there's there's like-minded people out there that are just willing to have a laugh and don't have completely corrupt morals that are similar to yours like so they're out there and it's the uniqueness that i think is great about it you don't want them to be like exactly like the friend that you're mentioning for example yeah that's right so i mean if everyone's exactly like you maybe it wouldn't be the best thing everyone <laughs> everyone has their difference if you if you want someone exactly like you just clone yourself yeah, well, exactly. maybe that would be your <laughs> yeah, best can, friend can yeah. <laughs> i think uh, the technology hasn't reached that point yet i enjoy my own time <clears throat> yeah yeah so <laughs> <laughs> i'd probably find myself very annoying well just to talk about just in general relations there might be quality people out there that you just don't get along with so you know it's not that that you everyone has their own criteria of what they enjoy people's company to be sure so if people are really into soccer i'm sure they would like friends who are also really into soccer well what's a couple of your criteria for example like who, who someone what kind of person who, okay, do you for enjoy me, being around let's say a fictitious person yeah yeah okay what Some, would make you enjoy being around them someone that can listen but also has curiosity and asks questions and also just has an open mind about life and isn't nasty or malice in the way that if i say something it's not just shot down and said like the person just says you're an idiot you suck like or something something just you know just like oh that that's a stupid thought so yeah i i guess i like to surround myself with people who who think a bit deeply about life not not saying that everyone needs to think super deep like you need to like get lost in psychological thought but you know just that general concept that someone who's caring someone that's that you know that you could call on and be, be friends with. So someone that you could trust. Sure. Something. Yeah. So what if, what if this person, I mean, you've just mentioned trust, but what if this person was curious and very open to life and they also, you know, take a lot of different drugs, for example, like I know you're not all for taking particular drugs yourself and they were doing that and they're like, yeah, I'm just, I'm open to life, man. And they're still listening to you and being yeah, curious. Yeah. Does that affect your, your, likeness to them yeah for me uh doing drugs is something i don't do so if someone does do that i don't tend to surround myself with them even if they're being curious even if they're stuff. they've got all the good traits that sort of v negative like <laughs> don't make friends with people who do drugs is very important for me because i don't do it i don't like it i don't like how it alters people's states of mind um so for me, it, it's like a big no to be friends with someone that does yeah, well, that sort of thing. Also, for instance, I mean, we could go out or you could go out even on your own, myself too, and mm -hmm. we could go and meet some new people in the city, wherever it is. Yeah. And a lot of the times people are, you know, not only maybe getting drunk, they're smoking and maybe even doing some other drugs too. Okay, yeah. So does that make it harder to... to even meet new people when that's what a lot of people are doing when they're going out so there's nothing wrong with talking with people like i've talked to people who are under the influence of drugs or or, or alcohol which is still a drug so just drugs so and it, it's not like i have something against them it's just i don't usually surround myself with people like that so either maybe the conversation will end quickly or i won't stay really good friends with them if they abuse themselves with substances so is this something you agree with like what what is what is your criteria if you're surrounding yourself with good friends what 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 does a good friend like you what what does a good friend look like to you well you know same question I, like you said i i honestly agree with the you want them to be able to listen and ask curious questions one thing for me which anyone can really have is just the ability to want to have a laugh I mean, I enjoy having a good laugh. And I think when I say that, it's more so implying someone that's open and not uptight. So you're able to take a joke and not have to be overly politically correct or something. Mm -hmm. And you're able to know that there's no true malice intent in a joke sometimes. Like sometimes there is. But for the most part, someone's making a joke and they're truly just doing it for a laugh. You can 
you can separate that and compartmentalize and go, they're just trying to be funny and we can have a laugh here and they're not being malice and they're honestly a good person and they would never mean harm to any particular group of people. So that and I mean, I have struggled in my life with the the whole people doing drugs because I'm not one to do them. I, I don't like it particularly. I don't like what it does to people and how they can act. And so when it comes to that and I see that I can have a good laugh with someone or or they seem like they're you know they're friendly I mean everyone can be friendly um and, and it's when it's, they start to do those things when it's like oh this is a side that you know I don't really like of you yeah and I'm I'm not one for saying oh well you can't talk to someone if they do that or you should just ditch them immediately but I do find it very hard to maintain a relationship with someone that does do that and I find I often distance myself so I mean, there was that thing in Confucius mentioning being virtuous, where it's just someone that has these principles lined out. And I mean, one of them for me was not doing drugs and not altering my state of mind in that way. And I think I look for like-minded people. So in that sense, someone that's doing drugs and stuff, I just, I couldn't be drawn to them. And that's why someone that I would like in a relationship, someone that listens, wants to have a laugh, and also doesn't do drugs. <laughs> I guess that's that's the main criteria for me. I think there's a few things, and it's okay. It, there's a few things that you, as a person, you say, this is a big no for me. So it's going to be a big thing from the start. Like you, I think that's what happens when you grow as a person and you learn what you like in life. And maybe that's why your lecturer said at 25 or your mid-20s, you start to meet the people that you'll be friends with the rest of your life. I, I really think you can meet people at any age, but that's just an opinion. But the merit of what he's saying is, I think by that age, 25-ish, like mid-20s, yeah, yeah. you start to really work out what you like in life. You know, you've maybe gone through bad relationships, friendships, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever. You've gone through university, gone usually through. at that point after high school. Depends on where you live in the true, world, true. university, school, or just life in general. Yeah, we're really talking about a very Australian That's culture well, I, or American culture sort of lifestyle. For the most part, lifestyle. I guess you've gone through the, the start of education, I guess, if yeah, you're lucky enough sort of to have of course, an education of course. system. So, and you reach the age where you're not super young anymore but you're not super old and maybe you've start you've started to see death in your life maybe a parent has passed away an auntie an uncle a cat a dog or something and you start to see the realities of life yeah so i think you start to really solidify what you like while still being open to potentially other things but there's things for you that are a big no so as we're saying for you it's it's also drugs and for me it's also drugs that if people are abusing them, using them constantly, then that's someone I wouldn't really surround myself with. Nothing against people that do it. If you want to do that, that's fine. It's yeah. just I'm not going to surround myself with someone I'm who does that I'm not hunting the person stuff. down no. with a pitchfork going, you must stop. It's that's like, right. it's your life. And you I'm, do what you'd like. I'm sure other people have different criterias too that they wouldn't be friends with someone like myself for something I do. Well, and I think it's important that people know their big nose, you know, their big nose from the start, whether it's starting a, a relationship, a romantic relationship or or just a benign, you know, friendship. Yeah. Well, I know someone that even they, one of their friends sometimes goes like, bitch and <laughs> says those sorts of things and they don't really like it at all. It's, it's something so small. And to extrapolate, I mean, you've said one of your big nose is drugs and one of my big nose can be drugs too. I mean, it goes to even thievery and rape and, you know, breaking those sorts of laws and just being a bad person in that way. That's a big no for me too. But when we mention the drugs, I mean, I wouldn't want to just focus on that, say, in this conversation because like you said, someone might not like something about you. And just because you don't take drugs doesn't mean you're the best person to be friends with in the world. Yeah. I mentioned political correctness, but someone might really want to be politically correct. Someone really might not like any jokes, even if it's a joke about something to do with that because they think it is going to raise an issue or that's where the issue is caused from. And that's, hey, if that's their agenda and that's what they think is important to them, that's okay. I guess we just might find it hard to be friends or might not be friends. But yeah, so I'm, 
I just I didn't want us to get too focused on the whole drug thing because that happens yeah. to be a no for you and a no for me, but not for everybody. And it could be they don't like someone that laughs so much. Yeah, there's all sorts of criteria. And I think the most beautiful thing is it's individualized. So someone can really choose what their criteria is. Of course, other people can frown upon your criteria and say, that's ridiculous. How could you do that? But at the end of the day, it's their criteria. They can be friends with whoever they want. I mean, I guess like we always say, we live in Australia, a very liberal society. So we have freedoms, personal individualized freedoms. So, um, and countries like America and other similar countries. So we can make these sort of decisions of who we want to be friends with. Yeah, I guess sometimes people are forced into particular situations. Of course, like people can be part of strict families and and other things. Those are all all points so we talk in general yeah i <laughs> well, understand it, it, there's always edge yeah. cases even you're stuff, born so. into religions or something you're gonna have people in your religion that you have to then be friends with like maybe people go to church and you you yeah. even going to soccer you know parents sent us to soccer we didn't particularly choose the club when we we're younger younger mm. how, how are we going to choose that but we're then forced into a situation same with school yeah and but, maybe you're part of a religion where you can't be dating someone or well, being friends well, with someone friends from with another someone. religion so anyway uh, uh, something i wanted to segue into okay. you know, like, sh- 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 right. screech screech kind of like screech the screech, tires screech. yeah screech screech yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, where do you meet these kind of people like these kinds of people where do you meet the people that you think that you could be really good friends with say you're in your mid-20s or early 20s whatever age uh, i won't really put an age on it you want to meet people who are similar like where or 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 have fit your criteria i remember one of my answers to you because you had asked me that just in passing on another occasion and i said at home (laughs) (laughs) which you're like yeah yeah real funny guy but i i was meaning because i'm i'm home sometimes and it's like sometimes people don't want to get their ass off their couch or their bed or something on a particular night to go somewhere maybe they just want to see their one particular friend or something or their few friends and never go out into the real world to potentially meet new people that happens a lot and so it's like where are you going to meet new people sometimes they're just at home yeah and the the thought that (laughs) that when you do go out and you do you have to make an effort you know what i mean if you want to potentially meet someone um you know you can meet people through all sorts of things like maybe you join a club maybe you go to the same bar at the same time at the same thing every time you can play games online every week um yeah you can play games there's so many ways you can meet people by accident so you don't have to particularly go looking for them but just the effort to leave your house and meet these people can be a bit of an effort well to do to meet those people you have to be doing something that's the thing and it's not to say you have to be doing something all the time too i mean it's nice to rest and stay home sometimes i love that but if if i'm thinking and this isn't necessarily the case for me but if i was thinking i want some more friends i don't think i'm going to find it by just staying at home yeah so whether it is i don't know joining a club or just going out or or Play, I don't know, opening yourself up to the world a bit, I think, is is where you can meet new people. But are you asking us if there's a particular place you go to meet yeah, like-minded like, people? In, in Adelaide, South Australia, go to this <laughs> venue and you will meet the people you're looking for. I think people try and set that up, you know, like speed dating. Yeah, or, speed dating, that you know, sort of thing. Meet your like-minded people here. And it's, yeah. Well, I really think that you can meet someone any place, anytime, anywhere. It's just a matter of being open and friendly and (laughs) because maybe those sort of attributes can open other people to you. You know what I mean? Like you're sitting down and you're, you look calm, you look open, you look friendly and people just start talking to you. It can happen. It's happened to me before, but also having the confidence to maybe go up to someone and say, hi, just looking to have a conversation and swallowing the pill to say that, you know, it's a little weird to just go up to someone random. And we've, I think we've talked about this in another discussion about curiosity, but just being curious about people. And (laughs) I think you can quickly make a lot of friends if that's something you want or meet a lot of people that are like-minded just from being friendly in life. Well, so you're saying where 
uh, and I'm happy to even jump off the stack and go back to the original question. Well, I think this was the original question. <laughs> I, it was yeah, like, back. should you? Like, well, I mean, you can make should new you friends. Should you be making the effort yeah, to make new friends? I, I hope that was the original question. Well, it's the question nonetheless. It's the question now. So what, what are you asking particularly? Well, like, should well, you go to the effort you're saying to make where, new friends? And we're saying you could. And we're saying only if you wanted to, should you? I mean, we're both say get into our mid-20s or around that area of life let's say us right now should we be opening ourselves up more to meet those like-minded people i mean i've got friends and you do too do they have to be our only friends i think it's just dependent on who you are as a person for me i i'm open i love meeting new people and of recent i've made really good friends with someone that i didn't even know last year and I couldn't even imagine a life not talking with someone like that because it's really opened up a different relationship I never had before. And that was just from being open, friendly and doing my own thing. It was a meeting by accident. Mm. So I I think that if you're just open in general, it's not like, should I do this? Shouldn't I do this? It just happens. Yeah, It just happens. Yeah. And I think if generally you have an open friendliness... Like, it's just bound to happen. So, whether you're purposely going out and introducing yourself to people or just living life and you you do things that you're interested in, like for me, like learning Italian or for someone else, like driving go-karts, you're bound to meet people that like similar things because you're going to those things. You're you're learning a, another foreign language or you're... you're riding goad carts racing go karts <laughs> riding racing i don't know i'm not into go karts so <laughs> sorry go kart fans yeah. out there <laughs> why did you turn american when you I said go kart it seems like it's an an american, american thing. thing yeah okay yeah. so yeah should should you go out I, well no now now you're making me feel like i even want to change the question again because change it. it's it's Let's like it again, all right maybe. there's a should you go out or when or where do you go out and now you're talking about well whether you do or don't just generally being friendly is what's going to make you new friends if if it's not going to guarantee you but it's might be an outcome that if you're friendly to people well you might end up with a new friend or something i remember one of my responses to you a while ago when you had asked me if i wanted to make new friends or something you, you just asked me in passing just because you're curious about your own things and i said to you I don't know if I, I have the time to dedicate to another person. Yeah. You know, I was, I was thinking, I mean, my time, I, I got a partner. I got a few friends already that I dedicate my time to, my business. Do I want to spend time, you know, messaging this person or doing things with them? That just seems like an effort. And does it have to be that way? I mean, you didn't expect to have this friend in your life that you just said from last year. And you're probably happy now to spend that time with this person. Yeah. If they're worth it then you spend time with them. That's right. I knew someone that said they didn't want to have a partner for years on end. Bam, they have a partner and they've been together for a while and they spend a lot of their time together because they find it worth it all of a sudden. Yeah. So I gave you that answer a while ago and it's, I guess, not a should you make friends or anything. It's maybe should you just be open at all times to be friendly to people, to take on the possibility that you could make new friends with someone. You you picking up what I'm putting yeah, down? Yeah, I'm, I'm picking up. I'm 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 understanding what you're saying. Yeah, I was gonna. Or am I yeah, no, waffling here? No, I don't... no, no. I I understand because, like like I discussed, it's when you're open, you can have those opportunities. So what I was gonna say was, there's a lot of strange people out there. <laughs> Maybe people. Yeah that have very bad intentions strange or to your own self strange to your own self but maybe they start being weird or you know what i'm trying to say in this like moment like you're becoming friends with them or something as as you're trying to meet new people sure sure you can potentially start to make friends <laughs> with someone who's maybe got very bad intentions sure like for instance um, i use an application while i'm learning italian at the moment to speak to people online and I help them with their English and they help me with my Italian. And this one person in particular, the conversation was fine, but more personal questions started to get asked out of nowhere. And it's like, 
That's weird. Why are you doing this? What are you wearing right now? Yeah. <laughs> okay, not that weird. <laughs> I would stop talking to you that person to immediately. But, but yeah, just more. You more know, it's just questions. like okay, now you're getting weird. Yeah. So you know, trust is built up over time, okay. and if you start to try and skip steps and say, "Oh, hi, I'm I'm Jim. Nice to meet you. Where do you live exactly? <laughs> like, what street and your number? Like." <laughs> And give me your phone number so then I can come to that street <laughs> and I'll see. What's, so, what's the number in your bank account? Yeah. How much money do you have? <laughs> what's your PIN code? You know, trust is built up over time. You can't just walk up to someone and start asking super personal questions because they don't know your intentions and they don't trust you. They don't know you. So Did they ask what first car you drove and what was the name of your first dog <laughs> they're trying to crack, crack my security questions damn it genius so i think that can be a scary part of this process that you start to meet a lot of weirdos and maybe someone meets five weird weirdos or strange people in a row and they're like i give up on this whole making new friends thing like it's too hard people have the bad intentions and they have ulterior motives and you just give up. But as soon as you you go through many bad experiences, but as, as soon as you find that gem, that beautiful, beautiful person that you you could never picture your life without, it's like it was worth going through a few roughs to find a diamond, to, to, to get stabbed a few times. Not not literally, physically. <laughs> maybe maybe to get stabbed. I don't know who you're making friends with. <laughs> maybe the wrong neighborhoods you get, get stabbed for. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So finding that gem you know if anyone out there or, or myself when i think of just that really good friend of mine it's like wow like what a person in my yeah. life like you can meet other people like that and maybe there's someone that you don't know that could be on that level and i think something beautiful about human beings is that we love company you know, as much as it's good to be on your own and be able to be sufficient and independent and, you know, not dependent on anyone wholly. Um, there's like these terms interdependence, but that's a whole nother topic. But what I'm saying codependence? is... Codependence? Codependence, but, but having your own independence in many ways, but having dependence on others or... Sure. That whole concept of it's okay to be alone sometimes, but when you do have companionship, it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's a beautiful thing to have a conversation with someone to be able to call someone when you're when you're down or you're angry or you're upset and someone to to listen and care and show you love you know yeah, what i mean when so, you say companionship you're not just talking about a partner you're talking about a friend yeah of course i think it gets confused like you can have <laughs> friends outside of your relationship like you can love people in other relationships that aren't love like a relationship love like sibling love friendship love and it's a beautiful thing. I think it's a beautiful thing. I've got family members, cousins that are really good friends that I love them dearly and also friends that aren't related to me, but I love them dearly too. And and actually related people, my siblings that I love also. So when you have... You. Yeah, I love you, man. <laughs> Am I confessing this on this podcast? I love you so much. Love so you much. Too, man. <laughs> but I was going to ask you, do you think uh, your family can be your friends? Of course. I like think it can family, get confused I mean, like, oh, you're friends with your family. You're a loser. You can't make friends with other people. No, yeah. it's not like that. I mean, I would say, look, it's being confessed on... on it's oh, being recorded here. here. here you're go. my best friend. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Do we kiss now? You want to kiss me? Kiss <laughs> no, me. Please, please. They won't see us. <laughs> yeah, they can't see it. You don't know. I just kissed them, maybe. I don't know. So... Yeah, but what is this term best friend to... Best friend is something that I have... A relationship with you that's one of the best relationships, <laughs> you know. I, I would say that's my definition. Well, so you can have many relationships that are like really good. So I'd say you're my really good friend, best. I'm like huh? I'm like top of your list, <laughs> yeah, like top, top of the list. So and I think there's nothing wrong with having relations that are top of your list. It doesn't matter. Other people have different criteria. I need to have five friends that aren't my family, and five, that's their criteria. My criteria is it doesn't matter who they are. As long as they're good people, they show me love and care, and they're there for me when I'm down, and they're there for me when I'm up. But so what if that person's taking drugs? Well, I mean, it depends on your criteria. It depends on your... Well, I'm saying because you said that's your criteria. I'm just saying... A person taking drugs and this could drugs do that. thing keeps coming well, up. Right? The- <laughs> How many friends you got taking drugs, man? <laughs> a lot of people do it. Yeah, no. So, are you trying to say if 
you started to take drugs, would I be friends with you? If I was still being there for you. Well, I think you'd be notched down a few of the rank of like best. <laughs> if my criteria is so strong, maybe I'd try to help you through your situation because you're such a good friend. But if you're doing something that I severely disagree with, maybe I would detach myself a bit from you. But, you know, you're my blood. So I look at you a bit differently. So Yeah, I just find that interesting. Right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um but you're saying, yeah, as long as someone loves you and stuff and shows you the love and you show them the love and they're there for you, is what you were saying. Yeah, so there's there's nothing wrong with being alone, okay? If you if I want to be alone, someone wants to be alone, there's, there's time for alone time. I think as humans, there's this natural feeling to have companionship and be in company and be in numbers and there's something beautiful about it. So it's like optional too because you can be alone if you want there's plenty of people who are alone in the world i've met these people and whether they're happy or miserable i don't know but what i know is i find joy in companionship and friendship and i think it's a beautiful thing is that why a lot of people are buying dogs (laughs) (laughs) and yeah there's nothing wrong with having a a, a, yeah that's a different type type of companionship but if i think it can be quite sad if you feel like you can't make friends and you feel like you don't have time for people and instead you purchase a pet and just give up on humans. Yeah. I mean, if that is what you want to do and you're happy with that, that's fine. But sure. if you feel miserable in that process, then that's sad. That's, you know, yeah. if you feel helpless to be able to make friends, I, I feel for that situation because there's a lot of good people in the world and people that you'll probably like. And, you know, if you're repelling people, you know, like that person with maybe super stinky bad breath, but you know, that that's, <laughs> that's their... me in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you brush yeah, your teeth yeah. before this podcast. We, we stand very close together. So he blows me away if his breath is bad. Like I just melt. <laughs> I turn into a gas and die. It's that sort of morning breath, but you know, you should brush your teeth in the morning when you get up. Yeah, so. of course. So yeah. anyway, moving on from your breath, that sort of bad breath of personality, you know, you have a few wow. traits that really repel good people, bad people, just all people. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can and, be a complainer. For yeah, instance. complainer. People don't like people that really, complain so really much. Really mean. Self-sabotager. Yeah. Or extremely jealous, oh, rude, conniving. Greedy. Yeah. You know, if you take all these things and if you reflect on yourself and you're like, you know, I'm really not making a lot of friends here. People are repelled. I've met a hundred people and they all like nothing. They they weren't interested. Mm. Maybe there is something that you're repelling people with. Some people might like your stinky breath of personality. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a majority don't. So it's up to you. You can keep your stinky breath and like you don't have to brush your teeth or brush your personality. It's it's all optional. Well, but- if you tell me my breath stinks literally in the morning <laughs> or something, I could be like, oh, well, screw you. I'll never brush my teeth again. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm extrapolating that to the personality that yeah. if someone says something about your personality, wow, you, you get quite j- jealous a lot. And yeah. it's like, huh, well, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the thing is, if you're happy being you, it doesn't matter what anyone else says. You can tell me, you know, hey, I think this stinks, but maybe it smells like roses to someone else. I assume roses have a smell. Yeah, let's, let's imagine <laughs> they smell You know, beautiful. smell like roses. Yeah, you know, yeah. smell the roses. Yeah. It's yeah. a term. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it smells better than my breath in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Anything does. <laughs> Unless you you got a hay fever or something, right? What? Aren't flowers bad for oh, hay yeah. fever? <laughs> you I don't want a bad breath, the hay no, fever. No, I'm like, no, no, what's no, the connection You don't want to smell the flowers in the morning. <laughs> You'd probably rather the breath. So, yeah, if you're if a person's finding they're repelling all these people, I think it's maybe look within yourself. Maybe if you don't love yourself or if you have many bad traits that even you find terrible, maybe it's time to work on those. Then you can then you can make some friends. So, you're relating that to some if someone feels like they can't make a friend. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, there's many applications these days. There's so many applications. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of applications just to make friends. There's ones for making romantic relationships like Tinder, Bumble. I don't know. I don't use these. Yeah, but yeah. I'm sure there's many, many, many more. Ridge? Was that was that Ridge? one? I don't know. That's <laughs> not good quoting too many. <laughs> We're going out of the bounds of what we know. Yeah, my partner might question me why it's, I know so many of these It's just too. in pop culture that, you know, Tinder's known. Ashley like, Madison? <laughs> Ashley Madison. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Let's not talk about these ones. So, yeah, yeah. 
there's applications out there to find love. There's applications out there to find friends. I know I found one the other day. I stumbled across it. Uh, it was like a forced advertisement in oh, Google. Yeah. I don't know, wherever it came up to me. And it's like meet friends and you literally, it's sort of like Tinder and you meet them and just be friends. I even <laughs> saw one when I was playing tennis. Meet tennis like-minded people <laughs> and verse them in what your you area. Tennis? Like, like, I, like I would go and just uh, leisurely go and play tennis. Like in person, not online. In person. So yeah, yeah, okay. I would go outside so and hit it with a racket in my hand, literal hand, not like Wii Fit style. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was picturing. <laughs> I guess you could do that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, I would go um, physically play tennis and... I, I don't know. I guess my phone listened to what I was doing. <laughs> and they, they showed me an application. Find like-minded people in your area that's at your level that you converse in tennis. Oh, it's like real yeah, specific it's like to tennis. Yeah, friends with tennis people. Yeah, there, there's an app for everything, I was like, right? geez, all right. So, but there's nothing wrong with, you know, the olden day style of just going out and being friendly to other humans. You know what I mean? You don't, yeah. whether you want to use an application or you want to do it old school i don't know what they call it now just be human you know person to person it can be done in so many ways and i think in the past we've talked about and maybe i'll write a blog post about this a conversation about meeting friends friends through optionality or through obligation well one time i did want to go find someone to play tennis with me when i was getting really into it instead of using an application i just went down to the tennis courts with an extra racket and some balls and thought I'm just going to ask someone to play tennis with me. And they was, there was a few guys at the tennis court. There was one guy hidden by himself. And I said, hey, can I join? And he said, I'll have someone come in. But yeah, join in. We'll do 2v1. We'll do King of the Hill, whatever. And I played with them and then was messaging them to play more tennis. And I was like, as simple as that. And I will say my heart was racing a little bit. I was like, oh, God, I'm approaching this guy to say, can I play tennis with you? <laughs> Please be my friend. Yeah, exactly. Like, And yeah. and it wasn't even like that, but that's how it can come across in your head. And it was as simple as this guy looks all right, friendly, and he has a tennis racket. Sure, get, in, get on in here. So that's an example of what I was just saying, of meeting someone through optionality. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, because you didn't, there was no obligation it wasn't like so okay let let me just kind of define these terms so it makes sense so obligation for me would be someone that you're meeting through through work like you need to show up every day to work and you you make these friends through your obligation to be somewhere or your obligation that you're part of a club and you're obliged to train twice or three times a week and then have a game so you're obliged to be there and you're in the presence of others so you make friends with them uh, friends with other people through your obligation of being somewhere so i also have an obligation maybe to my family members like you just because i live with you throughout my life too yeah okay yeah yeah exactly so you can take it however you want so it's the concept of you're obliged to be somewhere so you make friends with people in that environment yeah so the other environment uh, is optionality meeting people through not having to be somewhere maybe well, an example is you're out somewhere random. Maybe you're at the beach on a random day and you meet someone just from being there and you become good friends with them and catch up for coffees and eventually become really good friends. And it wasn't because you were obliged to be there. So this kind of difference between meeting people through optionality or meeting people through obligation. Well, so if someone even meets someone on an application, wouldn't that be optionality? You know what yeah, I mean? They're optionally I mean, choosing to be on that application. And it's not like they're going to a particular place at a fixed time. They're they're organizing with this person online when they would catch up. Is that still optionality? Is that more powerful than just approaching someone like I did at a tennis court? Well, it's just a different type. Well, it's yeah. different type. For me personally, I think it's best to meet people in person, in real life. That's that's just a personal opinion for me. I'm not saying that's the that's the righteous path. That's what everyone should do. That's what I like to personally do. I don't like to particularly meet people through online means. At the moment, I'm using an application to talk with people from Italy to practice my Italian. And that's just for the fact that I can't be in Italy right now. And maybe it's a little bit more difficult to find Italian speakers where I am located especially that will have the time to talk to me when my Italian's basic. So 
that utility of using online methods through optionality of meeting people is very helpful. But in many, most other forms of my life, I like to meet people in person because I think it's very natural and impactful and and it's just in human nature. Yeah, sometimes I think with the whole meeting someone online, I mean, I've even met a couple guys when playing games and they seem like nice enough people, but I'm talking like using an application to then meet a like-minded person. And I just always think to myself, would I be using this? Like, as in, so, and if I want to find someone like-minded to myself, would someone like myself be using this? And <laughs> sometimes I think not because I'm not using it, but I don't know. Maybe sometimes you have to put yourself out there, uh, but you can also do that, like we said, by just going out too. Yeah, that's right. I so. used to think to myself a while ago, uh, this is almost coming back to the, should you be friendly all the time thing? just to be open to the world and be friends with people, I used to think, well, I can turn on and off my friendliness. You know, if, yeah. if I'm in my own time or whatever, I, I can turn it off. Like maybe I'm usually quite happy at a dinner table or something with my family. So, but I could easily turn it off and just, you know, eat my dinner, move on. You know? Yeah. And, and I would always think, okay, well, at least I have the ability to turn it on and off. But is that worth it? I mean, I see some people in my life that, I think they would probably think that themselves and they bring maybe sometimes a bad mood home or something, not just in my family or something, but I've heard it in many other families. Someone would maybe go to work and be very happy, la-di-da, I'm so friendly. Oh, wow. And then they may become home and they're not very friendly anymore. Maybe they've used up all their friendliness. Is that is that a way to live life? I mean, or should you try and pace yourself? I think... You change over time given your circumstances and it's okay to be mad sometimes and maybe that affects your friendliness. It's okay to have these different emotions and I guess having good people around you too helps you when you're down and also helps you when you're up as we've been discussing. So, Well, I guess to be friendly doesn't mean you need to be happy, if that makes sense. So like if, if I was trying to say you have to be happy all the time, that's ignoring the fact that you can feel sad and that's a valid emotion and you can't be happy all the time. I yeah. understand that and accept that. But to be friendly all the time, I find is different because I mean, the opposite of that is just being mean. And is is there a time to be mean in this life? I mean, is, is it worth saying, oh, well, that's a state you should be in from time to time to know what friendly is? I mean, maybe, but... I feel like even if you're sad, you could still be friendly. Even if you're happy, you could still be friendly. I think maybe something like being angry could affect your friendliness because maybe you're acting more friendly than how you feel inside that maybe you're very upset with something and it's difficult to show friendliness when you're very upset and to make that effort. So I think some emotions can have a flow, flow and effect whether you like it or not to your friendliness. Yeah, And then maybe... at if you're really trying to be friendly, even though you're so upset, maybe you're f being fake too. And you, 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 you're just coming off. I just want to be friendly. I just want to be friendly. I just want to be friendly. Hi, how are you? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like inside, you're just like Not weeping. even that. Like maybe you just hate the person. You're like, fuck, I can just want to be friendly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, you're going well. And it's, yeah, that's right. it's like so a facade. I don't think those kind of policies like be friendly all the time is necessarily good because you can be friendly and malice still. Maybe it's just being more conscious of when you might not be being friendly. And why? Yeah, so... I mean, if we go back for a second, just talking about optionality and obligation, I think whether you meet someone through obligation or optionality, it's it's fine. You have the power to choose what you want to do. And particularly that one's not better than the other, but if you think one's impossible, then maybe that's something to think about. For example, if you think it's crazy that you could just go out and optionally meet someone at the shops and become really good friends with them or go out to the beach or wherever it is, anywhere that you are outside your house. Yeah. Or maybe you're at the front of your house and someone walks by and you have a chat with them. Well, one time we were playing volleyball at the beach and these kids looked interested and they could play volleyball and we said, hey, you want to join us? We were just doing a 1v1 
And then uh, a guy keeps flying his kite. He came over and saw the the kids were losing against us because we were just damn good. And then he was <laughs> yeah, like, "Beating kids, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're great." <laughs> Don't yeah, worry, yeah. the parents were there. They, yeah, it was yeah. all <laughs> it was all good. And um, and then this older guy, let's say he's forty or fifty, real nice guy, and he has played volleyball before. And he said, "Hey, can I join in and I'll be on their team?" Bam, we were just in a place that were being friendly in nature. And happy to invite people to play. I mean, people could see we were having a lot of fun. We were laughing. Yeah. And I think people, a lot of people were watching us from the balustrade up the top. Like, they were watching and, us from... And we weren't looking... Like, I wasn't looking at Svedu going, Hey, put on a real friendly face. You know, like, <laughs> we, we want these people to come over. It was just, all right, let's have a good time. And if it looks like someone's interested in maybe joining in, let's invite them. You know, let's be uh, openly friendly. Let's not be like, dude, that guy wants to steal our volleyball court. <laughs> How about say you want to join us? Yeah, isn't that different to all right? You can just go right after us. It's very tunnel vision sometimes. There's there's more to see than yeah, what, that's right. And I think just forcing things like you you just mentioned. I really like this concept that say you want to make friends and you really just force it. You're like <laughs> I'm going to be friends with this person. I'm going to force this relationship. You know, it can come off needy desperate and and look really bad and maybe repel someone it can be part of that bad breath desperation yeah, desperation bad, bad, bad is breath, definitely um, a bad breath bad breath personality act, action <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's terrible so yeah forcing forcing us uh, hey dom let's look really happy right now let's let's yeah, let's yeah. force this happiness <laughs> you know we've had a shit day let's let's just be happy let's be happy and be friends with these people uh, you know or let's really look super friendly right now so everyone comes up to us and plays volleyball with us right now well, well, we talk like that too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how we're talking what you mentioned is interesting though because we just watched the movie the other day called yes man yeah. uh, jim carrey great movie, great movie and you know fun. quick summary he says no to everything he goes to the seminar that someone recommends to him and they say yes to everything you you get an opportunity presented to you, you say yes, you don't say no. And it started changing his life, but then it started leading him into some shit because he said yes forcibly to everything. And the guy in the seminar ended up summarizing, you know, sorry, spoilers for anyone who hasn't yeah. seen Yes Man. I mean, it's been like, out a while, like shame like on you, years. man. Shame. Yeah, shame on you. <laughs> um, but he just said, it. you were forcing yourself to begin with just to open yourself up to saying yes to things and i mean yeah it's a movie uh, it's fictitious but i think it does have some application of real life because maybe sometimes you're not so friendly and maybe you have to psych yourself up or force yourself into that state just so you can be in that state uh, in a natural way maybe it feels unnatural to you so much when you're first doing it because you've never really done it before and so you need to go Oh, you know what? I'm just going to wave to these people when they're coming past just to try and force myself to be friendly. And maybe weeks and months go past and you naturally just wave to people. And sometimes you don't wave to someone when you don't want to because it's your choice now. So I'm with you with the not forcing it because that's just weird. But maybe sometimes in your own time, you kind of force yourself just to build up this courage or the strength to do something yeah. you haven't tried before. I think there can be a difference between force and you just kind of like give yourself a little nudge. You're like, oh, you know, I'm feeling a little nervous here for something to try something new or to meet someone new or whatever it is. I'm feeling a little nervous, but you remind yourself of why you're there, your purpose and what, what you're trying to do. And I think it's kind of like it can be a natural push. You do it and it's not so much of a force like you're pushing and, and shoving and you're like, push yourself over the edge you're just not to, necessarily pushing against something I, th I think it's a natural force like you can naturally maneuver like yourself you want to create a natural drive yeah, to natural to drive that's right so i think even if what what you're saying um i know some people have that phrase you know you know just force yourself to do it one time and you'll like it forever i don't know about this force i'm not yeah. a big fan of forcing things i think if you really really want to do something you'll do it yeah. You know, if you really naturally in your mind have calculated, yeah, okay, I'm going to give this a try. I think that brings wonders to people's lives. I think that's when people can really change who they are if they want to change. I mean, I'm sure something when it comes to the physical body, like skydiving, for example, or going in cold showers. I know some people that have cold showers. You've even tried doing it before and you have done it plenty of the time. But I remember sometimes it'd be like, I got to throw my ass in there. <laughs> yeah. And I imagine even if it was skydiving or something and it's the first time you're doing it, 
obviously you're with someone so they throw you out but it's nevertheless like you have to force yourself to be okay with it and then maybe by the 10th time you're like oh it's it's okay well honestly i feel like there's a difference because to force something i think when you have like a natural conversation with yourself and it's not so much of a force sometimes you're just like let's do it and you just jump like for for example cold shower some days when i was doing a cold shower i was like I really don't want to do this. I hate this. It's going to feel so bad. My my face feels numb. My, you know, I just didn't want it. You lose the breath out of your body a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and sometimes when I would talk myself into it and do it, I would feel good. And sometimes I'd just be like, no, it's not happening today. So I think it can be a very unnatural thing to force yourself to do something and it can be very unsustainable. So maybe sometimes you can force yourself, but it can be very unsustainable in the long term. Well, you've just made me think, you know, like sometimes I don't even know how to describe this. Sometimes you're trying to like push something or move something. It could be an object and you you have to force it a bit because maybe it's stuck. But sometimes, you know, when you're forcing something, you just you have an intuition that it's about to break, right? Like, you know, you're forcing it and it's incorrect uh, uh, direction mm-hmm. and so uh, maybe you're saying say with the cold showers for example you're like you've waited up you know why you're going to get in there you said like mm-hmm. there's there's reason behind it and so, purpose, so that force is it's okay because you know that direction you're forcing it into will go it's not going to break anything it's it's not like you're trying to force yourself into doing something that's wrong yeah Maybe that's that's the difference. Some irreversible decision or some yeah, some, yeah. Like like even if it's a force in some type of nature that you need to have a force to make that that inner drive. Maybe it's just reminding yourself of those things, so you know. Well, if I force this, I know where it's going, and that's a positive direction. It's not going to be forced to to break something inside of me, or literally break me. <laughs> in the physical plane yes. we break ourselves <laughs> don't want to break my hands or yeah, yeah, yeah. my toesies yeah so I, I think this has been yeah, a good oh, discussion yeah, there's, on there's on, lots on that friendship. we could keep this, discussing oh, and stuff. this topic is deep, it's a deep I can topic. tell there's a lot of little segues that we have done and stuff I mean the original was you know should you go out there or even where could you find people out there and what's the point of going out there? I think we've covered a lot of different things with it. When I think the conclusive points on everything is, like usual, it's dependent on the person. And I think your criteria for what you look for in other people and also your ability to meet someone through obligation or optionality is everything's in an individual's power to do. So agnostic of where you are in the world, you can be who you want to be and in your mind you can be who you want to be maybe you're physically restricted in particular countries or cultures from doing certain things so well i'd love if my default which i'm not saying it even isn't right now but my default is to be friendly and if i'm not being friendly be conscious of it when i'm not because i think that can affect the relationships i have with people current and maybe new as well so something worth considering yeah. For me anyway. All right. right. Peace. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> Professional ending. <laughs>